Hi guys, and welcome to the I Am Frequency podcast. I'm Laura Loris, and this is the podcast where we remember we are frequency beings attracting reality to us. And we talk about and uncover everything involved in the remembering that we are so powerful, we create our own realities, and we can have do or be anything we want. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the I Am Frequency podcast. Guys, I'm not gonna lie, I've got a winter cold. So if I sound sniffly, it's because winter's arrived. But despite having a cold, I'm not gonna lie guys, I'm feeling pretty badass this week. And I'm feeling pretty badass because this week, in a couple of days, my very first book is being published. It's being published by a publisher and it's being distributed all over this beautiful globe. It's a really exciting manifestation for me. It was a really unexpected but also expected manifestation. I felt a shift within myself and I knew something was going to come but I didn't exactly know what was going to come. And then when it came, I was like, oh, this is the thing that I felt non-physically before it physicalized itself. And I'm going to tell you everything that happened. I'm going to give you the complete story so you can see the entire manifestation mechanism at work in this episode. Let's get into it. So it all began in 2019. I was getting more into frequencies and holding yourself in states of being to receive from that state of being, to receive like thoughts from frequencies, from holding yourself at a particular frequency. And I kind of devoted myself to to doing that. And I I think I am going to do another podcast episode about practicing yourself in that creative frequency to channel from the creative realm. But I basically wrote this book and it was an an amazing process, manifested an amazing illustrator who I literally saw in my mind and then she came out of nowhere and she was perfect. Then I formatted the book and self-published. Self-publishing was great. I made a bit of money. Then this book kind of sat on Amazon for a little while, which was quite fun. Like it would get like a bit of attention from like a YouTube channel or I'd randomly have like a burst of sales like it was quite fun to just have that on the side but I went back to my normal life which was working in costume where I worked for the next few years I absolutely love working in costume it's one of the loves of my life I would just be in work and every now and then I'd be like oh I just can't wait to get back to writing like I I do love writing so writing was becoming part of my narrative again And then on one costume job, I kind of felt the pull. I felt the illogical pull to move out of costume and do something else. But the path wasn't obvious. Because I love costume so much, I was like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to continue working in costume. So even though I knew I was being pulled, because I couldn't logically make any sense out of it, even though it felt so easy and obvious to move out of costume, I didn't do it. I felt within myself, I felt me go against my guidance. I just continued on the path that I was going on. As I spoke about in episode, I think it was episode two, if you do miss some of your guidance, the universe, your higher self, your guides, whatever, your instincts will keep at you. 
So I ignored this guidance, went on to another job, and then just a situation just unfolded itself. Not a negative situation, just a situation where it became obvious that I should be taking time for myself. And I ended up doing that. And I ended up taking time for myself, which fills me with so much fear to move away from something that you are on such a high of that makes so much logical sense to continue doing, to step away from that and to move away from the money that it provides and to take that risk and step into the unknown is a scary thing. But I I did that because I'm the kind of person that I'm not afraid to do that because I've now done that so many times in my life that I have built a level of trust. I know the stepping stones will come. And every time I do do that, the stepping stone comes easier and easier and easier. So I'd stepped away. I'd stepped away from the money that I was being paid. And I had to really sit in the unknown for a hot little minute. Something that I've learned about sitting in the unknown is that instead of being in this unknown space and being like, right, I've been guided away from something, I must be being guided into something, is I go into... I've got to work out, I've got to micromanage this universal pull. So instead of me allowing the universe to do its thing, I'm a micromanager sometimes, or I used to be. I'm, I'm really going to try not to be after this experience. I went into complete micromanage mode. So I started really efforting in so many different areas, spinning loads of different plates. I'd started writing different books. I was building a new website. I was building two businesses at the same time. I had to fill my time. Like I have to make sense of the fact that I've moved away from this job. So I was on this path and I was also doing a lot of meditating. I'm constantly learning about the, about metaphysics, quantum physics, and you know, the law of attraction and alike things. I was learning new meditation techniques. I was getting into Joe Dispenza and I was doing a lot of Joe Dispenza meditations and also doing a Joe Dispenza course. Like I really love to fill my time, people. And he was teaching me all about the electromagnetic field of all possibilities and how everything is all electromagnetic energy and you choose what you tap into. So I was doing these meditations of his. Every time I meditated, I felt a shift. I felt myself allow, I was allowing myself to reach new vibrational levels of myself. I have to admit now, I have been an advocate for toxic positivity. The law of attraction, I think I got it wrong for a lot of years. The law of attraction made me think that I had to stay in joy. So even when I was in a situation that wasn't joyful, I would force myself to feel joy in that situation. And I thought that that was creating my reality. To be honest, it probably was creating joy from the reality that I was in. If you force yourself to feel joy in a reality that you don't feel joyful about, all you're doing is saying yes to wanting more of that reality. All you're doing is training yourself into believing that the reality you're in is, is joyful. And that's not how you create a new reality. How you create a new reality is you, it's easiest in meditation, but you feel for the energy of that reality. You feel for the energy of your new house. You feel for the energy of your new life. You feel for how you want to feel when you wake up in the morning. You feel for those feelings. There is a difference between the outcomes that exist for you in the electromagnetic field and how they feel and the emotions that will guide you to get you there. And I think that's what 
we don't always get taught through the teachings of the law of attraction, which I managed to understand from Joe Dispenza's teachings, is that it's not about forcing happy, it's about seeing and tapping into your current state of being and evolving that. So I was sitting in this place of unknown, place of what's going on? Why have I just walked away from a great job? What's, what's going to come for me? What have I done all this for? I need reason. One day I just woke up and I just, I felt shit. I just lay on the sofa and I was just like, oh, just, I'm just going to let myself feel like shit. This book just came into my head for the first time in years. And I just thought to myself, like, at this point, I didn't really care about this book at all. I, I, I thought it had served its, pur- its purpose. And I just like, as a way to just pass some time, just like sent it to a couple of publishers and just forgot about it. It, I was, it was so just like doing it to just feel like I'd done something because I couldn't be bothered to do any of the things that I cared about. A couple of days later, I was meditating and just this feeling of complete ease came over me that I hadn't felt for such a long time because I'd been just pushing and pushing and pushing and I suddenly, like I was meditating and I just felt at ease as if something had aligned and it was coming. I I just had this knowing and it was a feeling of just like, I just felt something switch and then a thought came in that was like, oh, it's okay because something's about to happen. And I was like, that's not a thought that I've been having recently. I was like, that's interesting. Maybe something's about to happen. And then when I thought that, I was like, oh my God, something's about to happen. Something really good's about to happen to me. And I just got in that frame of mind and I kind of just allowed myself to just relax a bit. I was like, something good's about to happen to me. And the next day, something good really happened to me that I was not expecting. I got offered a freaking publishing deal. I'd already had emails saying, no, sorry, this manuscript isn't for us, rada, rada, ra. So I just thought that I'd had all of the responses. And then I just had one that was just like, oh my God, this book has bags of potential. We would love to publish it. And the journey began. The journey began. And as you're listening to me tell you this story, you're probably thinking, This all sounds very obvious, like, of course that's how it unfolded. But when I was in this whole process, when I was living this process, none of these steps seemed obvious. Like when you're in your life, there's so many other things going on. It's not as clean cut as how I'm telling you this story right now. So let's take it back to 2019, Laura, who wrote this book. 2019 Laura would have loved to have been offered a publishing deal. 2019 Laura did not think that was possible in any way. Even though she'd written the book, she self-published. Self-publishing was fulfilling in many ways, but it wasn't the thing that she felt was out of reach. She wasn't getting to the level that she wanted to get with this book. 2019 Laura could never have believed that she would get a publishing deal for this book. So going back into my my job and within my job, looking back, I would bump into a writer of a script. I would have a conversation. 
and the pathways were being laid that were slowly dissolving the belief that it would never happen. It was slowly creating a pathway where it seemed a bit more realistic than how it did the day before. Do you know what I mean? I can see how the universe was slowly giving me little crumbs that were allowing me to slowly open up my beliefs to the possibility. The fact that I was in a job that I absolutely loved, I was loving every single day of my life, and then the writing narrative started to come back in. Looking back at this whole journey was me being indicated that the tracks were getting laid. I could feel that path opening up. I now truly believe that when you are inspired to want something, that's because the universal path is being laid for you. So if there's anything you want in your life right now, if there's anything that you think about, that is an indication that it exists and it's starting to magnetize your thought and mind to it so you can receive it. Would I have ever sent this book to a publisher if I'd stayed in my costume career? No, I wouldn't have because I was far too content. I was far too settled. I was working too much. I had no reason to push for that. So I can now see why I had to be guided out of that path into this uncomfortable space of unknown. And I can also see how I was living in fear, fear of having made the wrong decision, fear of not having purpose. And that fear itself was the resistance, was me resisting and holding myself away from the very thing the universe was trying to deliver to me. When I wrote this book, I was in a complete state of love. I wasn't writing this book because I was scared that I would never write a book. I was writing this book because I was in love with the writing process the whole time. And when I first entered the unknown, I was in fear. And I can see why the one day where I actually woke up and I was like, I give up. I'm not going to put effort into all of these things. I'm just going to sit and relax in my state of being. I can see how just allowing myself to relax finally allowed me to receive the guidance that was trying to be presented to me the whole time. It was almost like, oh, she's finally stopping putting all of this effort in and we finally have this gap. Now we can give her the thing that she actually wants. The moment I sat and I was like, oh, I need help. I don't think I'm enjoying this actually. It was like that was the indication that the universe needed to give me a hand. And it gave me that hand. It's similar to the, the story that I spoke about last week with the fisherman getting caught in the reefs and the more that he struggled, the more he stayed in that spot. It almost felt like I was struggling in the reefs and the moment I relaxed and allowed myself to receive, just receive help, I rose to the surface and that was it. Suddenly I was in this complete flow. It wasn't just the publishing deal. Other things started just unraveling as if the current of the river was taking me down it. I could see the difference between me in my struggle, in my fearful struggle, and me in just the flow of allowing. It's so contradictory because the thing that I struggled for a long time to realize is when do you put the effort in? Because none of us want to feel useless. None of us just want to sit around and just not do anything. Acting from your connection to source energy, acting from your instincts, acting from love, acting from within alignment is a completely different story to acting out of alignment. 
If you're efforting, if you're struggling, if you're sacrificing, you're not in alignment. If everything feels like it's flowing through you, ideas are flowing through you, everything feels so easy and obvious, that's in alignment. So it's not about non-action. It's about acting from within the frequency that you want to receive your reality from. And that's exactly the process from which I wrote this book. I wrote this book from tapping into a particular frequency. I chose the exact frequency. I put words to it and I affirmated this frequency constantly, held myself in it resolute and began to receive thoughts and ideas from that frequency. I began to receive verses. I wasn't putting effort into thinking about or micromanaging what I was receiving. I was literally just receiving from that frequency. And the most beautiful full circle thing, like I love the fact that I'm doing this episode and talking to you about this whole process because this whole process is such a beautiful reflection of the actual story in the book. It's very full circle and that is the beautiful way the universe will unfold for you. You are the creator of your reality. You can have, do or be anything you want. All you have to do is practice yourself into alignment. All you have to do is become aware of the electromagnetic field of all possibilities and select the possibilities for you that feel good. That's all you've got to do. Practice your alignment and then act from within that alignment. Guys, thank you so much for joining me for yet another groundbreaking episode of the I Am Frequency podcast. Also, if you're interested in the book in question, it is called To Love a Wishing Star and it's available pretty much anywhere. It's a beautifully illustrated, fantastically written children's book based on the incredible law of attraction. Because let's face it, with knowing about the law of attraction, it could change a lot for young people. It would make children take more responsibility of the energy they put out into the world. And I actually think that's really important, especially these days. So check that out. See you next week. Lots of love.